there. It is time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time to talk to Ed and Sean. It's time for a Geeksters. And welcome to episode 283, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the program. Welcome to part two of the program. That's right. So, here in part two, I give a review of Far, Far Cry 5. Yeah. Stacy gives a review of Sims 4. <laughs> I know you're like, really? Kind of, kind of think of everything that's been said about Sims 4 has been said in Sims 3. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't heard it through the eyes of Stacy. No. <laughs> no, you have not. Um, we also talk a lot of DC news. Yes. Um, starts off with Joss Whedon and ends with Shazam. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. Um, so I mean, I don't know what to say except Shazam. <laughs> um, sit back and relax and uh, enjoy the chuckles and we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio and Tune in. Tune in. Just search for Aquaman Radio on those apps. Yeah, so uh, when we last left the gang, Ed was going to tell us what's coming out in the video. That's right. Not much this week. Oh. I actually I actually made all three weeks if you were interested. I don't know if you wanted to do all three or not. But uh, I mean, all like the past three weeks? Yeah. All right, I guess give us the highlights. Okay. Uh, well, this week, oh, well, actually, I'll go back to the uh, end of April. Uh, uh, excuse me. The end of March. End of March. That's it. That's right. the one. That's the month I'm looking for. <clears throat> All right. Um, do you want me to kind of do it since you're fumbling? Since I, I have it on screen. Sure. All right. First off, the bad Star Wars: Last Jedi, which I bought. Saw the documentary behind the scenes. It was pretty good. Um, I mean, all right. Uh, you also have the Outer Limits hitting Blu-ray, uh, season one, apparently. The uh, first season of Legion. I know Ed was watching that show. That's a very good show. Actually, the uh, second season has started this week. I haven't watched it. We uh, so, uh, uh, Yeah, that's that's the thing. When you have internet besides cable, you know, like I think like, this is one of the downfalls. Sometimes something happens to your apps, you know, like the, the thing. We had Sling. And all of a sudden, Sling didn't work. Huh? We could have watched it through the uh, FX uh, app, but my wife and I were like, nah, we'll just wait because we'll, we DVR'd it and it did come up on the DVR. So okay. we will be able to watch it. We just haven't, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, caught up. Caught up on it. Yeah. All right. Um, there's also the Batman and Mr. Freeze Sub Zero movie is on Blu ray. Yes. Which is a really good story. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Robot Season 3, if you're a fan of that. Um, apparently. Um, Burt Reynolds starred in a movie called The Last Movie Star. Yes. Um, I don't know how if that's good or bad, whatever. <laughs> oh, um, that good. Looked like there was a couple of John Carpenter movies hitting uh, like a steel book, uh, Assault on Precinct 13, and Prince of Darkness, which is one of my favorite movies. You know, <laughs> I love that movie. It was really good set, took place. There was like some time travel and Satan and really, really good. End of the world kind of stuff. Right. Out of, out of Limits also, season one is coming out, the 32 episodes on Blu-ray for the first time on Blu-ray. So if you're an Out of Limits fan, there you go. Uh, Walking it's, it, Dead. It's, it's like you never paid attention. 
It's the second thing I said. Did you? Oh, yeah. sorry. You were doing... I you thought were, you... Uh... You were fumbling. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, the Robot Chicken, The Walking Dead special, Look Who's Walking, is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD <laughs> that week. Uh, so if you were a Walking Dead fan and you like Robot Chicken, if you don't like Robot Chicken, watch anyway, because you'll laugh anyway. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bonds Beyond the... Uh, Bonds Beyond Time is a steelbook coming oh, up for the right. I, yeah, I, I thought it was like, I really? wasn't a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, but all right. And uh, Power Rangers. RPM, the complete series, is coming out on DVD as a box set. That was two weeks ago. So okay. You missed that. And then last week, there was uh, Father Figures. Yes. There was uh, Insidious, The Last Key. Ballers, the complete third season with the Wayne The Rock Johnson. Yo, yo. Um, there's also Daniel Radcliffe in Beast of Burden. Uh, lines are meant to be crossed. That looks good. He, you know, I got to hand it to, to him. He really kind of goes for these really wacky roles. Well, he has to, I think, because I think that we'll typecast him in some kind of like magic shows or something like, fucking potter right like, <laughs> sure no no i get you got you know you got to go beyond the limits of, well, that's the thing i i that's why i think like some actors who make it really do these beyond the you know like type of thing because it's funny on youtube they have the uh true hollywood story shows right. airing and i'm one day i was yesterday i was working on something and i actually had it running on the background and i got interested because who's the boss came on <laughs> and they were talking about how how it was made and all that kind of stuff but of course the aftermath like Alyssa milano you know she's one of the stars that really came out of that right one of the one of the big stars that came out of that and she did that uh the tv movie with um about the uh uh what's that girl the girl that uh never mind I, 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 it was it was a big time in the nineties when it happened. It, it was she was a, a an underage woman, an underage girl, and she has an affair with a mechanic. Oh, the uh, the Amy Fisher story. Yes. Oh, I knew I knew with, if uh, I get Joey it. Joey Butterfuko. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, it was so out there for her role to play this, like you know, like innocent young girl going oh. from New York to a suburb for Who's the Boss, and then play this kind of. Okay, see, so I thought she pushed the envelope even further when she was in the movie Embrace the Vampire, where she was actually naked in a couple scenes. That was the that was another one they mentioned. You know, there was there was there was, there was, there was kind of those roles roles that she took that were beyond what she normally does, and it showed her you know going on. That's why she got charmed, and uh, she was in a season of um uh what's that uh touring uh, Aaron Spelling. Show nine hundred two one zero. Not not hundred two zero. It was the other one. Charmed. Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Yes, uh, she was in a season for that, and then and then she got charmed after that. So it was like that kind of thing that that got her like keep going. You know, she because they saw her in those other roles, and that's what it got her back into like other television shows. See, uh, okay, here's here's the movie with, with Daniel Radcliffe. Right here's yeah. the synopsis: The skies over the border of the United States and Mexico can be as dangerous and unforgiving as the desert below. Sean Haggerty, played by Daniel Radcliffe has flown a route between the two countries many times with a secret cargo of heroin for a Mexican cartel. But tonight, Sean isn't just a drug mule. He's a DEA informant with a stolen cartel laptop. Sean knows that his survival depends on sticking to the plan. Fly his plane, drop his cargo, land his plane, run home to his wife. They have to capitalize a drop, land, run. One more flight and the DEA gets what he wants, what they want. A road map to take down the biggest cartel in Mexico. One more flight and Sean gets what he wants. Witness protection and life-saving surgery for his ailing wife. 
fly, drop, land, run. His plane is sound until it isn't. Sean's wife, Jean, played by Grace Gummer, is kidnapped by the cartel, and the only way she makes it through the night is if Sean ditches his deal with the DEA. He is forced to fight for his life and Jen's all from the cockpit of his plane. I'm kind of in. (laughs) He looks real tough and mean in this one, too. He's got the beard kind of thing. He looks very rugged. Rugged Harry Potter. (laughs) Uh, Also, Insidious, The Last Key came out the last week. Uh, (laughs) Some people like the horror stuff. That's not what he's like. That's how He said that, too. (laughs) All right, I'm not paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) I went father figure Insidious, Beast of Burden, a baller's Beast of Burden. Did you do the Charles Bronson four movie collections? No, because I I figured no one would care. No, we wouldn't care. (laughs) So let's move on. Uh, A study in in terror was coming out on Blu-ray. It's about the uh, three of the 19th century's most famous characters uh, come together the first time in this... uh, sumptuous, exciting mystery of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Oh. Um, and, of course, the most notorious uh, serial killer, Jack the Ripper. That's the, the probably the most famous uh, one. And then you're looking up the 80s Overdrive. Yeah. Six movie collection. I, I saw it, and I'm like, oh, my God. I think I've seen every fucking one of these movies. The Legend of Billie Jean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Nikita. Mm-hmm. That's with uh, River Phoenix, I think it, it is. It's a new um, party, yeah, yep. Hard Bodies. Yep. Spring Break. Yep. Perfect. That's the John Travolta, Jamie Lee Curtis movie with the jazzercise thing. And then uh, Private Resort with Johnny Depp. Yeah, I saw that one. (laughs) I actually saw that one recently. uh, I think I legitimately saw all of those movies. They weren't great movies. No, they weren't. I I mean, not at all. Hard Bodies, I think, was like, you know, like, hey, you're a teenager and you had to go see this movie because Radar is, you knew there was going to be naked chicks in it. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Good old days. Horrible. All right. There's also Six Degrees collection of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Big Picture 1989, Flatliners 1990, Hollow Man in 2000, Trapped in 2002, In the Cut in 2003, and Where Truth Lies 2005. Wow. Uh, for those people who care, 13 Reasons Why season one's on uh, video. Why would you buy that? It's on Netflix. Don't waste your money. I- <laughs> Maybe they want to replay it. Maybe there's bonus features. It's on. Ne- did you watch 13? Re- I did. You know what it's about? Was, yeah, I did. Suicide. I know. What's the bonus features for that? Um, talking about people <laughs> who who may have felt with the. Fuck. That sounds like a riot. <laughs> that sounds. Like I laughed till I cried. Oh right. my god, it was hysterical when that person said he used to be a cutter. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's that. That hurts. Um. All right. So then. Uh, what's coming out this week, Ed? This week. Here we go. <laughs> the Greatest Showman's coming out on Blu-ray and 4K and DVD, if you haven't seen that. So. I, I do want to see that. Okay. Uh, Phantom Thread is also coming out on uh, the whole okay. bang. Uh, the Suicide Squad Hell to Pay is coming out. Yeah, and no, I'll probably be picking that one up at Target. All right. Because I'll have a steel book of it. <laughs> what? What are you rolling your eyes at? Nothing. All right. <sighs> It's going to be one of those nights, Ed. And it is. Sounds right. like it. All right, uh, Proud Mary, that movie that uh, nobody really saw. <laughs> I mean, it was... Uh, uh, Taji P. Hinton. Yeah. yeah. Who seems to be the... Uh, you know, She's in that new one, that new Tyler Perry movie, uh, Allegormony or, or whatever, where she plays like an angry woman scorn. All right. What else? All the Money in the World is coming out on Blu-ray this week. It's a crime thriller about the 1973 Kevin Napping 16-year-old Paul... 
Uh, John Paul Getty the third. Oh, that's the one with Christopher Plummer. That's, yes. Used to have uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, and his grandson's actually playing his 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 uh, his, uh, um, uh, his his grandson. Oh, so it's kind of like, hey, like, look, uh, we need someone to replace Kevin Spacey. And the kid's like, how about my grandfather? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, that's a good idea. You think he's available? It's Christopher Plummer. I'm sure he can pencil you in for nine days. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Artist man working in show business. Yeah, all right. Uh, 4K treatment this that week was Incredible Hulk, Knowing, and Push. They all got 4Ks. All right. And the Droopy Dog from Tex Avery, the complete theatrical collection is coming out on DVD if you're a Droopy Dog fan, which I was. So, uh, Okay. <laughs> uh, I used to watch Droopy Dog all the time. <laughs> okay. That's all I have for that week. So, uh, um, Yeah, it's kind of a really light week. A, yeah, there's that Molly's game, which I was kind of interested in with Jessica Chastain. Where she's like, uh, like um, doing like a uh, some I don't know kind of that movie and the other movie she in, was in kind of meld together. I know no one cares. <laughs> I'm like uh, whatever. All right, well, well then what's coming out in video games? I'm glad you asked. This time I'm ready. All right. Two weeks ago we had Far Cry Five Deluxe Edition by Ubisoft. I have PS4, a review. Xbox One. That's okay. That's uh, figured. And Justice Two Legendary Edition by Warner Home uh, Video Games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That was a Tuesday at that time. Uh, Alter Leary and Slet The Alchemists of Mystery Paintings by uh, Koi Temko America Corporation for the PS4 and Switch. All right. The Alliance Alive by Atlas for the 3DS. And that was a Friday? No, Tuesday release. I'm sorry. Okay. M- MBL- the MLB The Show 18 Standard Edition by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PS4. All right. Tuesday. MX versus ATV All Out by THQ Nordic PS4 and Xbox One release on Tuesday, that Tuesday. The Witch and the Haunted Night 2 by NIS America Incorporated for the PS4. That was also on Tuesday. All right. And we had Code Real... Uh, yes, Code Realized Banquet of Rainbows by Axis Games for the PS4 and the PS Vita. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, the PS4. The PS Vita was Code Realized Future Blessings. It was a slightly different version of that for the PS Vita. Okay. And they were both Friday releases for that one. All right. Uh, the, 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 the week, this last week was Penny Punching Princess by NIS American Incorporated for the Switch. And that came out that Tuesday. That's the only video game that came out that Tuesday. All right. And the only game coming out this week is Extension Deluxe Edition by Modest for the PS4 and Xbox One. And that's a Tuesday release. Okay. There you go. There's all the video games for the last two weeks. Ank upcoming week. Enjoy. All right. Um, we got actually two video game reviews, really. You do? Yes. Well, mine's on review. Mine's a funny story. And the only reason why we have to talk about it is because a few weeks ago we talked about how I felt about a situation. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. So now I have to talk about my reaction because it's going to make you laugh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but first, Far Cry 5. Far Cry, yes. It is fucking phenomenal. Is it? I, I If you've never played a Far Cry series before... This is the one to start on. They don't. They don't really all. They have nothing to do with each other. Okay. Um. You are a deputy in Montana. 
Deputy. Yep. And you are going to um, go to arrest the leader of the Eden's Gate cult. All right. Okay. And um, of course, when you go to arrest him, shit goes off because if it went perfectly, it'd be no video game. It'd be like a <laughs> ten-minute video, and that'd be it, right? I paid sixty bucks for this. Like I played what he he came along willingly. What the fuck, you know? Um, of course, it's traditional um, video game kind of mentality. It's first person shooter, and then you have three people that you have to bring down before you can even access him. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, Jacob. Uh, oh, I always forget Jacob and John, and then Faith. Okay, uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, you know his name's my name too. <laughs> Whenever you go out, the people always shout. Yes. You were John saying? Jacob Jingle Hyman Schmidt. La 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 la. No, it's you, you. You didn't finish it like you were supposed to. We had a thing going, and you just dropped our thing. It's fine. Someone else out there finished it for me. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people going la 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 la. <laughs> um, it's really fun. Like it's got. I'm I'm having a blast with this game, Ed. A blast. What's wrong? I'm just I'm so confused. Uh, Why? You never heard that song? I've heard the oh, song, right. but I'm like, why? Like, what? What did he miss? Like, I, he, said, I, he said something about like Jacob and John, and then instantly that made me go, John, Jacob, Jingle Heimerschmidt. Yeah, you know, his name's mine too, and all that. And we were he we were on it, and I was like, you know, the John Jacob Jingle Heimerschmidt, and he was like, his name's my name too, right? Yeah. And all then right. I was like, whenever we go out, he's like. Yeah, and he's supposed to. Be, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? People, like he was, come, people right, start screaming right. shout. I think and right, and she said that, and that's why I went jingle, John, Jacob, Jingle, yeah, Jingle. You la, dropped la, la, la. the ball for a second, and then you picked it back I, up. I fumbled, and it's I fine. recovered Someone it. Someone out there listening going. finished it for me. Okay. You're right. Somebody definitely was screaming. You know, la 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 la. Anyway, all right. So back to Far Cry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun, super fun game. Very addictive. It, it's a blast to play. You can actually play co-op. Online, you can. There's some multiplayer stuff which I haven't even touched on because I'm not a multiplayer guy. I'm too busy being involved in the story itself, which is a blast. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's three different endings because one of my regular customers came in and we were talking about it, and apparently he doesn't know how, but he got the worst possible ending ever. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, don't tell me. He's like, I won't. And he's like, but there's supposed to be like, um, you know, three endings. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll wait till I finish see which one I get, and then look up the other two, <laughs> you know, cause that's what I usually do. <clears throat> um, so I highly recommend if you, if you've never played a far cry game, this is a good one. Mm. The only other one that I would say in this far cry series that I really liked was the third one. Um, far cry three, where you're a snotty little kid, like it's not a little teen dude mm. who's hey, you and your friends are trapped on an Island and you have to rescue them. And in during the process, you, you, you kind of have to bring this guy down, this guy named Voss. And he's really fucking crazy. The guy in this game makes him look like a, like a Boy Scout. He's phenomenal. And the reason why I bring that up is because if you buy the season pass, Ed, mm-hmm. you get Far Cry 3, a remastered edition, digitally. Wow. And so like you kind of... And plus all the other season pass stuff for like 30 bucks. I'm like, well, for 30 bucks, you get like three expansions to the Far Cry game and a whole nother game. Wow, that's pretty good. I'm like, that's actually pretty good. And I was like, I, I unfortunately did not buy the season pass because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have the game long enough because it, this this is a good year for gaming because this later this month, we got God of War coming out, yeah. which I'll have a review on that. I can't wait. Spider-Man got a uh, release date of September. Did it? Yep, September 7th. 
All right. And then for those people who are Spyro fans, those old Spyro games, mm-hmm. they're getting a remastered edition for the PS4 and Xbox One. Nice. That also comes out in September. Um, Crash Bandicoot, because it was so popular for the PS4, they decided to say, fuck it, we'll put it on the Xbox One and Switch. So that's right. coming out. Um, Detroit Become Human, I can't wait to play. Kind of. I'm really interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, how interested I am in playing it, though. Like, I don't know if I'm $65 invested. You know, because it is very story driven. It's by like the guys who did um, Hard Rain and Beyond Two Souls, which are great games. But this plays like a like in the future where you play three and basically artificial intelligence life beings. Okay, and you have to make your decisions based upon and how you make your decisions plots this that's the story. Okay, so but also in the last two weeks, someone here has been playing Sims Four. I have. Okay. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, Sean picked it up for me, and we had talked about on the show that I was going to get back into Sims because it's kind of like pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. It's, mm-hmm. it's always the same. It's never like there's no story. I mean, it's Sims, right? So we had talked about on the show how I cannot handle if one of my Sims dies, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So a few days after that, I had created my own Sim. In my own little world and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't want to. When I play Sims, I'm very like, I'm going to make it about my life kind of thing. Okay. You know I mean? Like mm-hmm. instead of creating like a whole new second person, it's more like my life in the game. Uh, right? Okay. Um, so I made a Stacy and then I wanted to make a Sean because, you know, I got Sean. Mm-hmm. So I made a Sean and then we spent, I don't know, all day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. decorating our house and. I was like, okay, babe, well, this is going to be your little techie room, and your character is like a computer whiz, which is just what you are, so, like, you can decorate it on your own, and it took, like, three hours to decorate one fucking room, but whatever. (laughs) And then, once I got it all ready and I was playing it, Sean's Sim is downstairs in the kitchen and catches the fucking house on fire. Oh, okay. (laughs) She forgot the setup, though, the fact that she's designing the kitchen. I'm like, don't forget the fire alarms. She's like, we don't need them. I'm like, Okay. Fast forward like two days later. Okay. In the, in the world. In the world, yeah. Like in the yeah. Sims world. Yeah. You know, time like runs real fast. Yeah. One day is really only like, what, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah, maybe. Um, so Sean's Sim catches the whole fucking kitchen on fire. Because his Sim is not a cooking Sim. His Sim is a geeky Sim. So he really, Sean's Sim really had no business <laughs> being down in my kitchen. It's going to be my, my Sim's fault. <laughs> my is, Sim's fault. It is absolutely his Sim's fault. Because I had canceled his Sim's movement to go down. Like his Sim was hungry. Like, yeah. I got that. I'll find out. Like, I'll go make some food. But his Sim took it upon himself to go downstairs and start making macaroni and cheese anyways. Sets the whole fucking stove on fire. And then Sean's on fire. And then his Sim's dying right before my eyes, Ed. <laughs> Sean's Sim is just dying, burning to death. Like Now, were you laughing or crying? No, I was in shock. She could not. I'm sitting there going, <laughs> why aren't you calling the fire department? Because you can call these For, people. No. I did bring up the little phone because, like, at the bottom, there's like a little phone that your sim can can see. I thought <laughs> like, you were gonna laugh. No, no, wait. Let's see, <laughs> Let's see how this turns I out. I did bring up the phone, and there was no option to like call nine one one. Like, it wasn't there. I don't know why it wasn't. Maybe it's because I didn't have the fire alarms, like Sean says. I don't fucking know. But either way, <laughs> I freaked out so much. I was just in shock for like us. I watched his sim die. She like, legitimately couldn't do. I'm watching her. Like, aren't you going to do anything? She's like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm I like, was freaking, pe- like full I'm like, and panicking. my sim is sitting there just kind of going, Whoa! like freaking Burning out, to death, 
freaking out. And it's the whole house is now almost engulfed in flames. It wasn't the whole house. It was like a corner part of the kitchen. It was not the whole house. Regardless, my sim in the center of that shit. Is dying. It's totally dying. Flaming and not in a good way. Right? Totally dying. Let's break out the wieners. I'm sitting there looking at her going, aren't you going to do something? She's like, I I don't know what to do. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what to do? Like, at least hit the reset button or something. So I turned the game off. And the only reason why she she turned the game off was because she saw death coming. Yeah, because in you know how in Sims you can have like full walls or like half walls or like you can put all the walls down. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I in my camera angle I can see like our backyard and a fucking grim reaper is walking in our backyard and I'm like death is on its way to come get my bay like no and I'm sitting there on the bed while she's I was freaking out. for totally freaked out. Like, I did not know what to... I, my house never caught on fire in Sims before. Because I was always... In, my Sim always has, like, a cooking ability. You know you can give them, like, different yeah. attributes and stuff? My Sim always has a cooking ability. Always. So I'm always the one who, like, goes to level up my cooking all the way to, like, you know, like right. level 10 or whatever the fuck the levels are or whatever. I've never seen death coming before. Like, I'm talking, like, black robe, <laughs> yeah, sicker, I've never like... Seen it, yeah. Full on death is walking in my backyard <coughs> to come get Sean. And I'm like, no, no. Oh, God, no. So I just push down like the PlayStation home button and just close the application. I was like, fuck it. It didn't save. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So then I turned everything off and I had to sit there for a few seconds and like process that my, my, that Sean died. <laughs> like, <it was> so, <laughs> that I watched. Him burn to death. It'd be what? funnier though if he's like, you know what? I'm kind of hungry now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't cook at home anyway, so that's not a problem. Like, he knows better. I lost the recipe for ice head. <laughs> <laughs> but well, the crazy part is that fire is totally one of my biggest fears. Like in real life, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't handle the thought of like my house catching on fire, and that's what happened in my sim life. I mean, it was a bit much for me to handle, Ed. So then I started it back on, went to build mode, and put, like, the most expensive fucking fire system, fire alarm system, with, like, sprinklers. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? apparently Sean's a dumb dumb. Because I'm, I'm an idiot. <laughs> because his I know computers, but I know shit I cook. Nothing, nothing. Um, so then I had told Sean, I was like, okay, well, like, I got a career, you got a career. I, we figured out how to do <laughs> cheat codes. If you do the cheats in Sims 4 for PlayStation, it negates being able to get any trophies well i'm mm. not like a trophy collector on playstation games anyway so i'm like fuck it cheat codes so i made my sim have like a million dollars like right off the- yeah. <laughs> i went to like two days worth of work and got like 10 bucks a day and then like all of a sudden i got a mill one um, million simoleons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smoldering simoleons yeah really right so then i told sean i was like okay i want to have a kid like in sims you know it's time to have a baby so sean's <laughs> like all right like let's woohoo for a baby and i'm like okay cool so I do it, and like on the first try, Ed. I mean, she is fertile. I'm potent. <laughs> <laughs> he can't cook macaroni and cheese, but he can get a bitch pregnant. I mean, so <laughs> boom, quick. I mean, when I made a woohoo, they were like hungry, and they like needed a shot. Like their stats were not up when I made them try for a baby, and I just knew that like their stats were gonna have to be a little bit up. For- no, it worked on the first try, Ed. Wham, bam! Thank you, man. <laughs> I mean, out the gate. So. I always thought two sperms would be hitting each other over and over again. <laughs> so That's not how it happens. It, it makes you go to the bathroom to find out if you're pregnant. 
So my Sim goes to the bathroom, find out she's pregnant. It's like, oh, she's pregnant. So she goes to tell Sean Sim or whatever. And they have like a cute little, oh, we're having a baby moment. But yeah, yeah. So then like <laughs> she starts growing and Sean thinks it's hysterical that my Sim is like waddling around the house <laughs> with this huge like Sim baby. I mean, it was a big baby belly. Come find out. It's fucking twins, Ed. Twins. I only wanted one. <laughs> That's how potent I am. <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> hey, kids, let's go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Which so, one do I toss off? It gets better. Oh, <laughs> wait a second. It gets better. So we didn't know that. I didn't know. Like, it didn't. I guess I could have, like, d- used a cheat code to find out what the sex was. Like, apparently there's a lot of different cheat codes you can use. Right. But I didn't do any of that. You can use a cheat code to make your sim pregnant without even having to woohoo. But I'm like, okay, like, what's the fun? Like, we might as well get a woohoo. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm going to cheat to have a baby without sex. <laughs> right. You can. You can adopt. I, ironically enough, all she had to do was touch her thumb to a thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Call so back. It says, it's like, oh, you know, like your Sim's gone into labor. I'm like, okay, cool. But like, babe, it's the time. His fucking Sim's like playing a video game. My Sim's like full blown in labor. And I'm like, so you're not even going to come help me? Just like life. <laughs> <laughs> just, just breathe. <laughs> Wait till I get to a save point. <laughs> so it's a boy. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I didn't care if it was a boy or girl. It doesn't matter. So I like name it. And then like another it's a boy message comes up. So I gave it, I thought it was like a glitch. So I gave it the same name, right? So now I got two baby boys that are both named the exact same thing. And I'm like, I didn't want twins. When was my last save point? Fuck it, I'll restart the game again. So I did it again. And then she goes into labor again and gives me two fucking twins, two boys again, Ed. This time, I knew not to name them the same name because I realized that, like, this is two separate babies. What was the name you gave them? Uh, one of them's name was Grayson and the other one's name was Todd. You know, like Dick, Grayson, Jason, Todd. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. Okay? I'm not judging. You're kind of judging. Your face is judging. <laughs> they can't see it. I can see it, though, and your face is judging the shit out of me right now. <laughs> Would you expect anything else from me? No. So, thank you. So, I mean, Grayson's a good name. Todd's kind of boring, but Grayson's a good name. Anyways, I did not want two babies. I only wanted one baby. So I was like, you know what? They gave me two. Maybe I can do this, right? So I very quickly realized that I am not built for twins. I'm not built for it. My Sim's not built for it. Sean Sim's not built for it. We can't handle this. So I hired a nanny, okay? <laughs> you can hire like a nanny service. This bitch came to my Sim house and didn't do nothing, Ed. <laughs> she didn't do shit. I mean, my babies are upstairs stinky and crying. I'm getting these notifications that if they don't take care of them, the state's going to come take them from me. A drama, Ed. Drama in my Sim world. So then, like, a couple days later, I tell Sean, I'm like, I'm going to delete one of them. You're like, I'm gonna... <laughs> Because I don't want two babies. I only want one. So I'm going to delete one of the babies. He's like, Stacey, that's fucked up. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want two Sim babies. I only want one Sim baby. So then he it's goes. It's like a sitcom. Like, <laughs> I, can't make... I, can't write a... I can't write a backstory for this kid. We're just going to get rid of him. Right. Just, you know, just kill him off. It's fine. Todd. Kill off Todd. It's happened before. No big deal. So... <laughs> And so, you see what I did there? You see what I did there? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the only thing that, that stopped us really was we didn't have a 900 number up. <laughs> so, Sean's at work one day, and I'm like, okay, today's the day. Like, I'm deleting Todd. It's happening. You can't delete a kid that you made, Ed. There's no option. Like, if I create a sim, 
then when I go into like create a sim mode, I can delete them. Yeah. But if you birth a sim, you cannot delete them. So now I'm stuck with two fucking kids and I'm like, I don't want to. <laughs> they're, they're a burden on her sim life. No, it, was so, it really was. I had to quit my job. My sim had to quit her job because I tr- every nanny that I hired wasn't worth shit. All they were doing was taking my fucking money. And then I hired a boy nanny and I didn't mean to hire a boy nanny. Listen, if you're a dude and you like tearing, taking care of kids, I'm not hating on it. But in my sim world, I don't want a boy nanny. Okay? I want a girl nanny. I trust girls more than boys. It's just statistically right <laughs> so my boy nanny comes they like send the the agency like sends me a boy nanny and i'm like why well, i don't want this guy and then i see him like talking to one of the twins and he's feeling flirty the boy nanny has like a little because it tells you like what the different sims in your house are feeling you know yeah. like a little pop up and he's feeling flirty and i'm like <gasps> no so I like go upstairs to him. What kind I'm of like, game is it? I'm, I'm freaking out because now my boy, my two twins, I don't even want both of them to be honest. Like, <laughs> Mr. Flirty dude, can you take one home? Because I don't want both of them. <laughs> Why are you flirting with my boys though? Because they're toddlers. Like no sir, Mm-mm. I don't like it. <laughs> wow, I don't like it. This no. is a dark game. So, I mean, it was brutal. So this is like the third time this game's made me freak out so far, right? <laughs> right. So there's like ten times. I'm not gonna go into all ten. <laughs> so then. I go upstairs, I make my sim go upstairs and fire the dude. And he like storms out of my house like I did something wrong for firing him because he was feeling flirty when he was talking to my sim kids. <laughs> the ones I don't even want two of. Right. And he was he was hitting on the one I don't want anyway. You know? <laughs> the only is- thing that was missing was a, uh, what do you call it, a serial killer van out front. <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> so, I got really upset that I couldn't delete one of them. So I deleted the whole household. Everybody. <laughs> Stacy Sim, gone. Sean Sim, gone. Both little twins, gone. Wiped us out. Wiped, just deleted the entire fucking household and started all the way over from the beginning, right? Well, now, I, like, my Sim is back. Sean Sim is back. The careers are fine. The aspirations are all good. The house, that's actually my favorite part of the whole game is decorating the houses and, and playing, like, interior designer. I don't even really care to live their life. I just want to decorate shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, once I get it all decorated, I'm like, well, fuck, now what am I going to do? Delete, do it again. You know what I mean? Like, this one's going to be modern. This one's going to be Victorian. Like, have all these different houses that nobody fucking lives in because I don't even care. So, I re- <laughs> I redid our sim life, right? Uh-huh. Like, the, the Richmond household. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to say that out loud. Uh, that was all right. Everything around is my last name. I don't care. <laughs> we did our household on sims, right? And now I'm scared to woohoo for a baby again because I don't want it to give me twins again because then I could delete it all and start all over again because I can't delete them individually. I have to delete the whole fucking household. So I got scared. And I'm like, well, now we're not woohooing for no baby because <laughs> fucking fertile myrtle over here. <laughs> <laughs> Blue ball, Sean, <laughs> in, like, in video game life. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. So I found I look up cheats because I'm like, okay, well, if there's a cheat to make her have twins, maybe there's a cheat to make her not have twins. Right. You know what I mean? And the cheats are kind of like complicated within like how you type them in and, and the steps that you have to do. So I'm like, well, fuck that. So it's like, oh, well, for like a thousand little sim bucks or whatever, you could just adopt a kid. So I'm like, oh, well, that's way better because then I can choose. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't have to go through this whole process again because I'm kind of, you know, like post-traumatic stress here. Because in a span of two weeks, I've I've died in a fire. We've had two kids, one get hit on by a nanny, and now she's going to just pay a thousand bucks just to have her own. Yes. <laughs> just to not worry about it. Because it's the safer route. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's totally the safer route. So the other day, I adopt a kid, right? So in your choices, there's like three different infant kids, four, because there's two girls and two boys, and then four like toddler age kids that you can adopt, and then four like kids kids that you can adopt. I'm like, well, fuck that. I ain't getting no kids kids because they probably come with attitudes, and I'm not dealing with that. (laughs) 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 I'm so serious. (laughs) I'm like, if it's a baby, I can at least, like if I adopt a baby sim, I can at least give it like characteristic traits and stuff like that but if it's an already kid sim it's probably already gonna have that and what if it's a dick and now i gotta deal with it and i gotta delete my whole household again because i adopted a kid and i don't like it like, there you go, like give it back i need well, you can't delete that one well i ended up adopting a baby girl because uh. i can force an age up so like i adopted a baby and then like took care of her for like a day and then went to the settings and now like she's 22 yeah <laughs> now she's now she's moving out <laughs> she's going to college first... ironically enough she hooked up with a, a babysitter <laughs> like a daddy dude kind of look familiar <laughs> so i forced to age up so the little girl that i adopted looks nothing like sean and i because you know it's adopted well sean and i sims rather which i mean i guess like closely resemble us in real life sure you know like as much as your sim can i guess sure i mean your sim mine looks just like me but yours doesn't look just like you so because i had to recreate your sim without you and, <laughs> and that was different so she created a much she, better version i can't wait to you go to, you go to work tomorrow right yeah okay I'll re-edit you. Because <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. <laughs> Anytime. So I'm like, okay, if the baby, if your sim is the baby, you can't edit like what they look like yet because it's still an infant. Yeah. But once it gets to, like toddler age, you can kind of go in and like edit the clothes that it's wearing and, and stuff like that. So I go in to edit and I can change almost everything about her except she's a little bit – um. She just looks like maybe a Hispanic baby, which is not a problem. You know, I mean? like right. I don't have, I don't care what race my adopted sim baby is. You know, like that's not, it's not about that. But I would like her to look like Sean and I. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so now that she's a little tan and I can't change her her skin tone, I got to go in and change Sean to be a little tan and Mia to be a little tan, so that it we look cohesive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't care. That Hello she's there, tan. welcome to the show. <laughs> no, it's not even. She's. Maybe like Native American tan. Okay. You know I mean, like she's or or Hispanic tan. Sure. Which is fine. But I'm like, okay, well now we got to look like that too because when we go out in public, I want us to look like a cohesive family. I, you know sure. I mean? yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Sim shaming. Yeah. Really. Going out. Ooh. They must adopt it. Keep in mind, this is also the same game where you can be a vampire. So I mean, it is. So in the whole two weeks that we've been playing. Remember how you said that Sims was dangerous for me because I wanted to add all the expansion packs? Yeah. We added three. <laughs> <laughs> now, it was like a combo. So, like, it wasn't as expensive as if you individually, individually bought, bought them. Right. So, like, it was financially was a little bit cheaper than if you would have individually bought them. But we added the vampire one. So, we had to figure out, like, how to create a vampire. Sean creates a vampire. I mean, vampires, eh, you know, basic. No, Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's no little stat, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I was like, well, okay, well, I'll create a vampire. So my goal was to put a vampire in the non-vampire world, except everyone else lives in the daytime, and if you go out in the daytime, it kills your stats. Yeah. So I realized that, like, I couldn't go talk to any other Sims, because at nighttime, when my vampire's awake, 
everybody else is asleep, so it's not going to work. My vampire has to live in, like, the vampire town or whatever. And you can, like, order plasma because that's how you're... Like, the the way the vampire sims works is quite a bit different than the way a regular sims work. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say regular vampire works. I was like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> like, right, Not in the sense that it's, like, bad. I mean, I haven't played the vampire one as much as the other one, but I also haven't had as much trauma with the vampire <laughs> one as but I they, have. Were they burning the sun, though, if they were out in the daytime, the vampire? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they kind of, like, um sizzle. You know what yeah. I mean? You can, like, hear them sizzling. Oh, really? Yeah, um, and then, like, in Sims, you have, like, stats, like, energy and stuff like that, and it, like, makes your stats go down. Yeah. And the sun will kill you. You know, like, if you, when your Sim gets thirsty, it won't, you won't die of thirst. Your Sim will just start attacking people, like, without, and that's bad. You're not supposed to just run around attacking regular Sims, I guess. So, <laughs> see, now that's the thing. Like, I now I'm like, let's shut up the water supply. Game on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, they don't let's eat, see what happens. They don't eat regular food. They never have to use the bathroom, which Sean was very excited about because when I was first playing, he was like, Stacy, you're not even doing anything. All you do is go pee and eat, and your sim has to pee again, and then it has to eat again, and then it's tired. Like, you're not even doing none of the cool stuff because yeah. your sim stats are shit. Yeah. And now look, your toilet's broken again. <laughs> he was so mad because, like, when you first start out, you only get like twenty grand, and you got to buy a house. Like you're supposed to earn the money. You're not supposed to use a cheat code, right? right. Fuck all that. Nobody has time for that. I want like the coolest, awesome shit right out the gate. I don't want to level up to that. So once we put the cheat in, Sean's like, Stacy, every sink you buy, every toilet you buy, everything needs to be unbreakable. And I'm like, why? You're not fucking playing the game. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. <laughs> Why You're not sitting there. <laughs> right. What does it matter? <laughs> right. So he's like, whatever. But then by that time, I already put the cheat code in, and now I have all the money, so I can buy all the coolest, best of everything. So <clears throat> when I started my vampire sim, I made her a criminal, and she's like, all she wants to do is piss people off, and she's totally not like Stacy at all. You know what I mean? Like, she really is like her own creation of a sim, I guess. You know, like, okay. it's not like me being able to live another life. So she, like, goes around and is slapping all these sims, and now, like, she, she gets in a fight with, like, four different sims. I'm like, bitch, can you just, they don't even know you yet. Like, all you do, you, can you introduce yourself? <laughs> you just walk up to a sim and just punch him in the face because you're a vampire and think you can. Bitch. <laughs> like, calm Stop. yourself. <laughs> right. Slow your roll. Right. So now, I get, like, these little things that the sim wants to accomplish, and, like, one of the things that my vampire sim wanted to accomplish is she wanted to go make a new friend. Well, like, she can't because she lives in this fucking vampire town where every person that I click on has a red bar because they all hate me because my <laughs> stupid vampire bitch is going around just slapping people for no reason. <laughs> I'm like, that. Wow, oh, she's like an ultra stressful. bitch. Uh, yeah. a, I mean, she's a total bitch. Like, super bitch. And I didn't even mean to make that happen. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to like go change some of her traits or something because I like gave her the perfect concoction of asshole. <laughs> so, so like before she even like goes up to a sim and like makes you can choose to make like a friendly introduction or like a flirty introduction or a mean one or or you know various different mm. kinds. She just goes straight to mean. Like she was like walking around a little park at nighttime, or whatever, and just went up to some sim dude and just slapped the shit out of him, and then they got in like a little sim fight, which is like sim everything else so they blur it all out and right. a cloud of smoke where like a hand <laughs> yeah. flies out and then, <laughs> like very and, like, cartoonish yeah. totally cartoonish and i'm like well now i can't make any friends like your aspiration wants me to fucking do because you've pissed everybody off in the neighborhood 
now I gotta move you to a different town. <laughs> this is your fault. You didn't bitch slap everybody. We'd be okay. But now I gotta move you to another town. Exactly. Start all over again. Exactly. You know how many times I've had to use this cheat code? I'm tired of redesigning a house. I have memorized a few of the different cheat codes <laughs> because I've used them so many times because I've had to recreate households 18 fucking times on Sims. I mean, it is stressful, Ed. Can you behave at least for five minutes? Five minutes. Why go do something else? Please. Can you please not slap the shit? And the only, the one in the little vampire town, there's like a head vampire who like introduces himself to you and he has yeah, like the biggest, like the baddest house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like a head vampire. That's the one I want her to fight because I'm like, okay, well, if you take him down, maybe I can. I'm already a villain and a criminal. You know what I mean? Like maybe if you take down the head vampire, I can be the head vampire, which is kind of cool because that means I can turn other people into vampires, mm-hmm. like non-vampire sims. Uh-huh. That's the one motherfucker she doesn't want to slap. Everybody else wants to beat everybody else in the hood. <laughs> Not him, though. Not the one person I want her to be mean to. All right. Ridiculous, Ed. Post-traumatic stress disorder right here because of Sims 4. PTSD. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a barrel of laughs for me, though. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, well, you have your mental breakdown. I'm going to be healthy and just go kill a bunch of people. <laughs> like, I'm just, you know, you can sit there and design your house and be all really stressed out because you got a girl bitch slapping everybody legitimately. I'm just going to go take down a cult. Like, <laughs> Whatever. Win for me. Like, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, watch. Okay, look at that guy off in the distance. Bam! Blood splatter. I uh, hope those drapes match that curtain. Like, <laughs> it's a great time. I highly recommend it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> it, 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 it seems it's fun, though. Hey, they're doing it. All right. All right. So, uh, I guess that's it. We got, I, got, I got some news articles. See we can, let's see if we can push out. Okay. Well, I, would you like to... Uh, where do I want to start? Let's see. And all my rambling, you didn't have that planned? Well, I did. Why? Well, I like to ask. Uh, here is uh, a Disney uh, Avengers Chris Pratt, Sherlegs, working with Robert Downey Jr. Who doesn't? I, exactly. <laughs> so we'll move Next. on. We'll move on to that one. All right. Would you like to hear uh, Joss Whedon uh, finally breaks his silence on the Justice League? Oh yes, yes. I, I, these these are my favorites. Okay, <laughs> it's just that it's just that that turmoil that happens, and and I always think that like when Josh Whedon took over. It was for for uh, malicious reasons and not because malicious. You yes. know, he purposely was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fuck this movie <laughs> over. I don't think he could. He's like, I don't have to do his thing. <laughs> Print. Perfect. Uh, well, here is this. Joss Whedon finally brings a silence on Justice League. And this is a quote. Not every superhero movie could be the Avengers. Oh, mic drop. Um, okay. He was over the weekend, and this was he was at Awesome Con in Washington, D.C. for a Q&A panel, right? Okay. So he talked about everything from Buffy to the Avengers to the Justice League. Um, while he clearly didn't want to get too much into what happened, the filmmaker did touch on being brought in at such a late stage dealing with Henry Cavill's facial, facial hair and what he hopes to see the next from the heroes. Surprisingly, he also made a few fair comparisons to his work on The Avengers. Okay. He says it wasn't an easy task, um, adding, admitting that uh, about being brought in to rework Justice League. He's like, uh, adding scenes to completely rejig a movie was near 
uh, near enough done was one thing, but directing those in the time I was given made the whole process an arduous and daunting job. Mm-hmm. Okay, because let's face it, it was almost like, hey, movie's coming out in three months. Oh, by the way, Joss Whedon's here. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, he wouldn't get into specifics, but what he, he added and removed, uh, well, what he added and removed, but he was, but he admitted it was an awful lot. Uh, Joss Whedon's just another quote. Josh Whedon's Justice League is definitely different to Zack Snyder's Justice League. Then again, this film is really both of ours, as I'm sure our respective versions would be totally unique beasts, which weren't, um, which weren't this. He laughed. I know a lot of fans have very specific ideas about what Justice League should be, but when you're working with the people who thought it would be cool to have Gal Gadot wear a bat suit in the final act, there's really only so much you can do. <laughs> um, unfortunately, he didn't elaborate on what else the studio was looking to add, but he did briefly touch on Mustache Gate. He laughed. He's like, "Oh man, I've seen some sights during my career, but that was the, that waxed back mustache takes the biscuit." I'm not sure how long it would have taken Henry to grow it back, but we couldn't chop it off. So I guess you can put Superman's face down to being damaged by Doomsday. <laughs> we had limited time and money, and that was that, or have him look like an 80s porn star. <laughs> so he's, you know, ultimately, where someone asked, like, well, what do you think ultimately went wrong? He was like, um, he was like, look, I have these characters and the studios, and the studios love a hit. Ultimately, none of us walked away happy, but it is what it is, and not every superhero movie could be the Avengers. We struck gold with that one, and I guess the world of DC is better suited to TV. Ooh. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there you go. let me turn that knife a little bit. <laughs> there he's we go. like, the team exists in the DC universe now. I'm not sure they'll ever reform, but we put them out there, and what comes next isn't up to me. I tried something, went wrong somewhere, and I guess the movie is a little too much Justice League and not enough Avengers. That movie was just so damn good. You guys saw it, right? <laughs> I really made an effort with those two. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me now that after you just read that, you did not take the Justice League and go, let's all I can fuck this up. You know, like Well, as you know, he walked away from the background movie. Yes. You know, he said that um we didn't only say I guess Warner Brothers wasn't ready for boobs in a bat suit. Oh, <laughs> then he walked off stage and uh, that was kind of it. <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> I, I, I feel bad for Joss. I really do. I actually feel bad for, for Zack Snyder uh, through this whole process because, you know, the studio was, was hands were totally involved in everything that went into that, that movie. And it's, it's, that's what makes it a shame. You know, like I think, if if like Disney, if you if you have a good enough director and a good enough story, and you you feel comfortable with it, you should just walk away and let it let it happen. Right, like back right. off and let this person that you hired do their fucking job. Right. It seems to me like too many suits got involved. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Like you're not letting the creative people be creative, right. and you're letting the suits and the bean counters dictate what they think should be in a movie. And that never works. If you were if you were part of the creative process, you'd be a creative person, not a bean counter. Yes. You wouldn't be a guy in a suit going, get me that guy and get me a extra latte vente mochaccino. You know? Latte vente mochaccino. He's obviously not a coffee drinker. <laughs> That's right. I'm a rock star, baby. <laughs> 
that day. That day. I think he was trying to use Italian. I don't know. <laughs> hey, 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 it's me, Mario. <laughs> uh, uh, I think he just went to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, um, like I said, I, I I feel bad for both directors, you know, because you, you anybody anybody who filled those shoes <laughs> after Zack Snyder stepped yeah. down, it, you, it's impossible. You would have to go, you know, we got to we got to delay this for another year. We've got to, you know, do some, you know, reshoot. I have to look at everything that has been yeah. done and, you know, and figure out where at what point this path went and go, do we continue in that direction or do we try in a new way? Because right. I don't think this idea is going to work. And then, of course, the suits are going, no, no, no. It's got to be this date. Do you like, know how much money we have on right. marketing alone? We need shit. We need to hit six hundred million dollars or. We're fucked. We're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. This movie needs to hit $900 million for us to break even. It's going to come out on this fucking day, whether you like it or not. Right. But, 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 but I need time. Nope. Sorry. So Josh, Josh was fucked, like, either which way. I, I think he just put it together as best he could with whatever he could, he could get away with doing in terms of, you know, reshoots and, and taking scenes out. And this is too long. Or this is too, uh, this is not good pacing and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think that's that was Josh's problem. I mean, you know, of course, Zach, unfortunately, I mean, because I don't know really what the truth is I, with Zach Snyder. That's the thing. Like, I thought it was because it was that personal problem with the suicide of his daughter. Or, right. And I was like, I, you know, I felt bad for him. Like, wow, that's that's really hard. Right. Like, how could you continue to work? Yeah. Based off of that. But then you cure that he got fired before that happened. Right. And you go, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, and it's like, well, then then what 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 was this? What did the suit see? That you know, it's like, and it's just like, how how can you go? Yeah, I'm going to fire you now, and then get Josh Whedon to come in and go. We want the Avengers, except in Justice League form, right? Uh, with what we got, because that doesn't work. I want to need reshoots. Here's some money, some money, and go. Yeah. Well, we got the the Cav- Have you seen Cavill? He's got a fucking mustache. What am I supposed to do with that? Wax it. Because <laughs> because Paramount's being a little bitch. <laughs> you, <know>? <laughs> <laughs> you got to do something here. It, it very, it seemed very like happened. No wonder why most people are now doing something else. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, since we're in the Warner Brothers vein, the Flash movie, right? Yeah. You already, you already don't no. sound too happy about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not thrilled with anything coming out now. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 re- I, I pray. I do. I pray so hard to my God. Because apparently I'm the only one that prays to my God. But I, I pray and say, please, DC, make a good movie. Make one good movie. And don't let it be Aquaman. <laughs> God, Look, I hope it is. I'm asking for one thing. I don't ask for much. But if one if one DC movie has to be really, really, really good, don't make it Aquaman. <laughs> is that what you're doing? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Exactly. Well, Ooh, I hope it is. <laughs> The um, I don't want to. I really don't want to walk out of Aquaman going. I can't wait for the sequel. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I don't want those hurts ever uttered again. I really. So it's uh, yeah, you walk out going that Aquaman movie was pretty good. <laughs> like <laughs> shit. Well, I mean, well, let's face it. At this point now, our expectations are so low. You throw me in a pool and I'll be Aquaman. And it's probably <laughs> you'd be happy. <laughs> I'll get one of those. We call it mermaid, like you know. 
blankets and I'll just jump in the water and just swim around in it like, look at me, I'm Aquaman. <laughs> you can have a, a an inner tube around your waist with a with a, uh, a, a, a Sebastian the Crabman <laughs> on it. <laughs> Swimming around and it's like, that'll be a better Aquaman movie. <laughs> Singing Kiss the Girl. <laughs> <laughs> we should film that. Oh, uh, Aquaman's so good. I just want it to crack y'all's face. <laughs> I do. I really do. I hope it's so good. So that I can be like, hey, remember back in April when y'all were giving it a really fucking hard time? Well, it won't be the first time we've probably been like, well, we were idiots. But I'm thinking my expectation is so low that anything that's going to come out of that movie is going to be good. I mean, Wonder Woman was decent. I Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing. I don't care about Aquaman that much that it's going to be good. I, I'm going to tell you right right now. I'm, I'm going to go in and go, yeah, it was really good. Like, like because right. I don't care about this character right. at all. Like, he's one of the characters in the whole DC universe. I'm like, I never care for him. When they started making fun of him, I was, like, kind of on the bandwagon because it was just fun <laughs> to be a part of that bandwagon. But, I, I like, before that all happened, I'm like, he's a character. It's like, oh, man. Like, it wasn't exciting to have him sure, in, the, sure. in the Justice League for me. And it was like, you know, especially when he was the orange shoot, green pants, blonde right. hair, blue eye. And you go, how the and, fuck does that happen? And remember when they made him tough and they cut off his hand and he had the hook <laughs> the hand. Punch, yeah, that's right, the, the, with the beard. The trident, yeah. That's right. He was all like, look at me, I'm in the 90s. I got a beard and an arm. I'm a tough, I'm a hard ass. <laughs> Still talk to fish, right? Yeah? Enough said. <laughs> can you talk to fish? Yeah. You can? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait till we go. <laughs> I can't wait till the next time we're around some fish. I- we're going to the you aquarium know, Wednesday. Do you know how many times I've seen Find Nemo? I'm fluid in whale. <laughs> not a whale. <laughs> a whale is not a fish. <laughs> a whale is a mammal, by the way. Just in case you didn't know that, clearly you didn't. I did, but I just... Zoology, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I was good at it. Well, well, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because uh, Flashpoint, the movie... They're actually making a Flashpoint movie. Well, that was the thing is, like, they scrapped any ideas for, like, in Justice League, there were some scenes shot for what was going to be the Flash movie. Like, they had Alan West, and they had, you know, they had the scene with his father in it, but mm-hmm. it should be a lot more stuff. Well, they, they cut all that stuff out because they were going to do something completely different with the Flash movie, and it was going to be called Flashpoint. Okay. You know, and everyone's like, well, okay, you know what? Here's maybe a possibility of a chance for DC to kind of right the ship a little bit. You do a Flashpoint movie, it's kind of like a reset on the on the universe in a way. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, you, know, you with me? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, right. I'm with you, but I don't I don't think it's a good idea. But continue on because <laughs> um, I haven't heard the whole idea yet. So let, before I shoot it down, let's hear the whole well, thing. Well, you don't have to because what what Flashpoint title scrapped. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of the uh, we call it Warner Brothers. I guess this was back in uh, beginning of the, of April. It is learned the DC movie for the Flash will not be titled Flashpoint and many may not even be adapting the story. This tidbit comes from Twitter from a writer for THR. So take this with a grain of salt. Okay. Um, I didn't say they were adapting Flashpoint. All I said was it wouldn't be titled Flashpoint, but maybe I've said too much. This guy, Boris Kit, said. Uh, Warner Brothers first announced the title at Comic-Con this past December. Even saw the DCEU lineup confirmed in the Brazil Comic-Con. It was like, oh, no, Comic-Con. Yeah, it's called Flashpoint in Brazil, Comic-Con. Oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> uh, but things obviously changed, which is probably due to the new people in charge. Um, 
If someone says, I actually question the title would be used, and it's pretty dark and st- serious story in the comics. It's known that Justice League was changed to make up for less serious following Batman v Superman. Um, in the in this the DCEU version movie, if strictly adapted, wouldn't seem to be filled with jokes or be lighthearted, which we can guess is the approach they're going for the Flash movie. You know, some fans also think Warner Brothers might have been using Flashpoint as some sort of reboot for the DCEU if there was a question if Ben Affleck was returning as Batman, but that might not be the case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what do you think? I, I, I think if, if they, if they really scrapped the idea, it's a great idea that they scrapped it because like, it's not a reset. It really isn't. You're changing the timeline, but you're not rebooting it. It's going to be a worst, like, it, okay. Like you could do it that way. You could reset it and go, okay, we did flashpoint and it resets everything. <laughs> and now we're back to square one and everything. We can have new actors and new, right. you know, you know, stories and all that kind of stuff and, and not paint itself in a corner that we can't get out of. So now we can, we can start all over again. But if you're talking about flashpoint, that's not flashpoint. Flashpoint is, is that the, he changes something in his timeline that changes everybody else. Right. And usually not for the, for the better. Right. So that's that. That's the whole thing. Like, or if it if it if it's not for the better, it's just an indifferent change. Right. There is a change that happens that has to get righted, and yeah. then after it got, after it gets righted, mm-hmm. after he fixes the wrong, um, things go back, but not the way they used to be. There is little differences. Yeah. You know, like um, supposedly that's why there's three Jokers, and you know, it's like hey, what you know. There is, but if you think about it, with the Flashpoint movie, we talked about the Joker origin story with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. There is a there is a way to soft reset the Joker storyline without having tattooed Hot Topic Joker. <laughs> you know, yeah. But in order for them to do that, Warner Brothers has to admit they were wrong, right? And that's and that's the big problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I agree with Ed that I don't think Flashpoint is going to reset anything. Right. That's not what the Flashpoint storyline does. You're right. It doesn't reset. It just opens up a different door, and then everything's going back to the way it was anyways, with, like, small differences, but not really that big, crazy right. of a difference. But even if they were going to stretch it far enough to say we would use Flashpoint as a reset, that would mean them admitting that everything right. they did prior to that was, like, they would have to admit the Right, there would be it. someone kind of walk up to Suko, and, you know what, I'll take the bull. I'll fall right. on the sword and go, you know what, we right. here at Warner Brothers really screwed the pooch on right. this one. and that's not going to happen. Even with the whole Joaquin Phoenix thing, regardless of how you feel or how I, I personally feel about that specific Joker movie that is may or may not at this point, who knows, be happening. Because yeah. can Warner Brothers fucking decide on anything? They never said, we're going to do this whole Joaquin Phoenix thing, Jared Leto's done, we didn't like the way that Joker was. We'll start with Joaquin Phoenix and then in the future play off of that. They said they're going to run it simultaneously. Right. You know what I mean? So that doesn't suicide even, scoot, suicide squad too. Saying. So that doesn't even work. You know what yeah. mean? Like how can you say, okay, we're going to fix this, this, and this, right. but they, we're they, still going to do what we're fixing? Like none of yeah, that works. It's kind of like, hey, we like what Disney's doing with Marvel movies, so we're going to try copying with DC, but not really because we don't want to be looked at like we're copying that formula. Yeah, we want to be more serious, more earnest, and then it's not working, and then we're going to be like, well, you know what? We're going to throw these other characters out there because we don't have a shared universe. They're all, they're individual stories. This, These two movies kind of took place at the same time. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's like... They're... Unfortunately, it's a big old pissing contest between Warner Brothers and Disney at this point. Yes. And 
I haven't read a ton of Marvel comic books, like actual comics, but they, apparently they're doing really good with what the comics are and what they're turning their movies in. As far as like how fun they are yeah. and how colorful are and all of that. I have read a fair, my fair share of DC comic books though, and they're not like that. So Warner Brothers trying to copy Disney's formula is stupid because the comics aren't the same. Right. You know what I mean? Like now you're going to piss all these fans off because you're trying to turn these DC movies into something that they're not. Well, that's the problem. We're, we're the problem. Yeah, because we still go see them. No, 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 no. Not, not that, 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 that <laughs> no, problem. This is a different problem. Oh, see, what so we, we're multiple problems. We're multiple problems. We are. Because we compare now. We compare everything that we see from the, from the previous movie. So now we're seeing these Marvel movies that mm-hmm. we're enjoying. And it's like, you know, wow, that's pretty close to you know, adaptation. Or it's slightly different. But it was still a good story right. that I enjoyed it. Right. And then you go see Batman. And it's just like you're expecting that kind of like that same thing. Because most of the moviegoers that are not hardcore comic book fans don't understand the difference between right. DC and Marvel. Right, right. You know, like, like I've, I've had people come up to me and they're like, talking about, and like, oh, I saw this Marvel movie, blah, 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 and it's Batman. I'm like, no, 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 that's a DC movie. Right. It's yeah. a different, right. different property, and it's it's completely different. It's a whole different world. I my think I was thinking about this, actually, this past week about the whole DC because there's a lot of things going on with the DC universe that I'm like, yeah. Um, I think they should just start shelving stuff. Just, just stop doing what they're doing. Right. I know they want to compete, but they can't. I think what they need to do is to kind of like stop, restructure, think about what they want to do, mm-hmm. come up with a, like, like, like Marvel did in a way, right. but on their own terms, their own right. way, not like, Oh, we got to make a fun movie or we got to do this. We got to right. you know, like, like come up with a way of going, well, how do we develop the story? How do we get an interesting character that people will go wow like that's amazing yeah i mean at the end of the day i agree with you because they don't have to copy marvel to quote unquote copy marvel does that make sense yeah. like you don't have to right. have their formula to copy their thought process at the beginning of the day when they started this whole avengers and this whole marvel mcu thing they started with iron man and that was 10 years ago yeah and it's taken them 10 years of one character play or one actor playing one character and you growing to love this character and this fan base kind of following, you know, started with, with Iron Man and then they brought in Captain America and then they brought in the Avengers and like they slowly built it over all these, what, 18 movies. Yeah. We seen the other day that it was, there's like 18 or 19 movies in the whole MCU. So it's like they, over 10 years time, they built this great story and they, they took you on this great adventure. Whereas, Warner Brothers is like, okay, here's this hero, this hero, this hero, this hero. We're going to do it in a two-year time span because we want to catch up to them. Right. Well, how about like you scrap some of that other stuff, focus on one of the main people. If you if it wants to be the, the powerful three, fine. Pick somebody. Pick Superman or Wonder Woman or Batman and kind of like build that story and get everybody on board because you're doing so much at one time and none of it is fucking working. Right, like, I none guarantee you they I no one's talked about the cyborg movie that they were all every one of those no, characters one wants that right well that's the thing is at one point in time you it, want a cyborg movie? i want a cyborg movie <laughs> i'm interested i'm i'm interested in the character of cyborg i've 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 i've, I've followed him slightly through through teen titans not the not the <laughs> not the, <laughs> not the, <laughs> the, <laughs> go. the actual teen titans and 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 then like you know as becoming a junior junior uh, uh justice league member and all that kind of stuff like he he's like an interesting character and like how he was developed and all that kind of stuff because his father couldn't let go of the death of his son mm-hmm. and it's just it's it's a great story and you go I would like to see that unfold but in a good way like don't yeah but is that somebody that you want straight out of the gate or is that somebody you want later on I think I think it would have been smart to start with him 
Really? Yes. Like to like kind of like do, these... do like the whole Blade Blade Marvel thing. Okay. Blade was the first character they really brought to light when they like giving her like a big budget, mm-hmm. giving it. Yeah, because you know... he was kind of a nobody. Right, mm-hmm. and like nobody knew who Blade was. Right. Wesley Snipes was the guy to bring him to light, and you go, "Well, I like Wesley Snipes movies, so I'm going to go see it." Right. And then it was like a whole vampire thing. You're like, "Wow, this is." It, it, it was right. like so many dynamics. It just like was a great movie. And then they made the second one. It was awesome. And the third one. It's like, no, how no. can you piss people off if you choose not one of the powerful heavy? Right. right. You know, you mean, I mean, like if you pick Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, you're going to piss people off no matter what. They're too popular. Right. And you know, get say, saying. saying you get you get a low level character. Right. and You go, I don't know much about him, but I've seen enough of him to right. understand. Like, like, put a put somewhat of an idea of what I, who he is, and then make a cool story about right. it. Give it a lot of you know great special effects and a right. lot of like a, you know layer into a, a multi kind of thing. And, yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, sorry, Iron Man was the last person I ever thought would get a movie, mm-hmm. and he winds up getting one. And you're like, that's what the whole Marvel universe is based on. Like, and then and who, and who do they get? Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. You know, they so, got the right guy for the right job. Exactly. You know, it's not like, you know, well, he looks like the character. Can he act? Well, well, well it's a 50-50. It, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, like do emotions, you know. And they got to do it on a green screen and got to pretend. like. And I know it's hard and it's really difficult to do. But it's just like if you get the right character actor or right actor to play that part, you, you can do well. And if you get somebody who's a box office draw that can start off your whole, mm-hmm. you know, cause then you go, what else you got? And then the next character could be, you know, a, a, a secondary character. I mean, look at guardians of the galaxy. How, how much of guardians of the I, galaxy did you know before we saw that movie? Nothing. Exactly. It had a cool soundtrack yeah. and a rocket raccoon that you're going, uh, talk to a tree. I, I'm right. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I'm kind of interested. It looks goofy. Yeah. looks weird. Let's see what Warner it's about. Brothers did the old, you know, we got, we got, we got a talking raccoon. That's your next movie. And we're like, what? You're like, trust us. You're going to love them. And he's got a sidekick who just says four words. What? what? Uh, he trusts us. You're going to strap in. You're going to enjoy this ride. And we got this guy, James Gunn, who does these great kind of movies, you know, Slither. And, and, he does and, some great video games. He did yes. Chainsaw, Cheerleader Chainsaw one. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think my name was, uh, what do you call it? Lollipop Chainsaw. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a fun game. You go, all right, you know, I'm in. And he takes you on this ride. You go, oh, my God, I can't believe I fell in love with a talking raccoon and a tree. Right. A tree made me fucking cry. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, you're like, what? And then I got to deal with, on the other end, a look, here's Superman, who's kind of moody. You know, <laughs> like. Or an animated green lantern that fights a cloud. Yes. You know, and you're like, a cloud? Like, really? <laughs> really? Right. Like, that's, that's what you're going to go with? Yeah. Are you sure? A yellow cloud? Trust me, my farts are more scarier than that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the idea. Well, speaking of DC, I do, I do want to sidebar with something because I just saw this recently um, in, in some kind of commercials and, and, and uh, YouTube stuff. They're making the Death of Superman again. Yeah, an animated version. They did that already. Yeah, I know. But they're doing it again, but they're making it more faithful. They're making a two-parter. Um, the first movie is going to be the de- like the Doomsday movie yeah. was kind of like all inclusive and they didn't include the rise of the Superman. So the actual oh, so they're going to add the rise of the Superman. Yeah, it, okay, it, it's right. going to be two animated movies. The first one's going to be the Death of Superman, and the second half is going to be the rise of the Superman. So they're going to be using the whole arc rather than just the punchy punchy part. <laughs> punchy punch, okay. punch 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 punch. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm sure we talked about the Zachary Levi being in the Shazam suit. <laughs> Did we talk about that on air? I, I think we might have talked about that on air. 
Oh, I hope that is just some kind of like they're going to CGI something in later. <laughs> I, I, you do hope that what you see in front of you is not going to translate the same way on film. Like when we saw um, Jamie Foxx is as a big Smurf. Yes, we were like they're clearly they're, they're going to do something because that's blue screen and they could probably maybe they'll animate something. And sure enough, they did. You figure, okay, Zachary Levi is not really a broad-shouldered, muscular kind of guy, so he's got to be hitting the gym. Yeah. And then they have these photos of him on set in this suit, which reminds me of fucking Michael Keaton Batman. It's a it's a muscle suit, you know, where it's like he's. I'm I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna age myself a little bit in this story because you know it's like eighty. I think it was. Uh, Robin Williams playing Popeye. Oh, that's a good call. (laughs) If you haven't seen this movie. Robin Williams played Popeye the Sailor Man, who was an old cartoon. I don't know if you know who Popeye the Sailor Man is. I, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? It's, a, it's an old 30s cartoon. <laughs> I'm a little insulted right now. Why is that? I have not seen the movie that you're speaking of. Of course you haven't. But I absolutely know who Popeye is. All right, just making and sure. And I'm kind of insulted that you assumed that I didn't know who Popeye was. Because <laughs> it's it's an acquired taste. It's not something like I didn't say that girls I like, would like. I didn't say that I ran home from school and was like, Mom, I want to watch Popeye. Give me a fucking <laughs> can of spinach. I didn't say that that's how that worked. Okay. I said I know who he is. All right. And I know that his bitch's name is Olive Oil, okay? Like, know a little bit. I think I think Popeye, even though people might not know, know him, they know of him. Okay. It's like I, I heard once of a man called Popeye, a corn cob pipe and a big forearms, and yes. went right. You know, um, but you think it's gonna be really? I mean, I don't think it's gonna be like that. I mean, I hope not. Shazam! I just seen the makeup of how it was because. Ron Williams wasn't really a built guy. No, but I mean, all they had to do was do his forearms and his but legs. You could, you but, could, yeah. but you could tell that it he was... was a, yeah, he was a walking... You could tell, yes. You definitely could tell that he was very not shaped like that. Right. And a very make... It was very, and, very prosthetic, and, very make it type of design. It wasn't a great design because it was 80s. In 1980, I think it was came out. Yeah. And, the Shazam suit reminds me of those... Great movie, though. I mean, if you haven't seen a Popeye <laughs> movie... I want to put that I in there. there. A little caveat shitty, there. Shitty visuals, but great movie. <laughs> great movie. I mean, it's, I, I laugh every time I see it. You know, if you're high, it's even funnier. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Well, she had told me that a few years ago. <laughs> 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 Couldn't have mentioned that some years ago. Um, the Shazam suit reminds me of, you know how when Halloween time comes around and all the little kids, <laughs> like little scrawny kids, want to be like the Batman, the Superman, right. the Iron Man, yeah. or whatever. And there's those costumes that are like fluff. Yeah. Yes. That are like real puffy. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? But you can tell like the kid underneath the. Well, the, like you could push on a peck and it'll cave in on its own. Yeah. <laughs> that or these days they even have like cotton inside of them. Oh, you know, okay. Like they're not. They're not hard. You know, right. Like, Halloween costumes change a little bit since your time. It's not just like this plastic <laughs> thing. That you wear these days, they're actually like sewn with like this, this, um, like what's inside of a comforter, right? What is a, like a padding, yeah. you know what I mean? And they're like squishy. You know, it's funny. I was, I was hanging out with the friend of the show, Dave Sipon, one night, and uh, we were talking about those Halloween costumes, uh-huh. those are plastic ones, because he's like, he was so excited because you, you, when you would go to Toys R Us or Kmart or whatever the store was at the mm-hmm. time, they had it. It was all these boxes and just had their masks, yeah. and it was a clear, you know, thing so you could see the mask of yeah. who it was. So you guys so excited, and his, his, his one of his biggest heroes was Batman. Mm-hmm. 
So he was so excited to be Batman. So he, he, you know, got the thing, had the mask and all, got, had a cape. Mm-hmm. And, it, and of course, it didn't have the bat symbol on his chest. Right. And had Batman swinging on a, on a rope <laughs> on, on his chest. And I'm like, and he goes, Batman doesn't wear a suit like that. Like, I'm going to wear myself on a. On a... I always thought that was funny. Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up is apparently um, Zachary goes on a rant at the fans who don't like his Shazam costume because it was everywhere. In fact, you know, I, I actually had the screen up there. It, his muscles, they... It looks like they took a mold of the rock and made a suit out of it. Yeah. You know, it looks... It doesn't look like Zachary. No, it all. doesn't. Now, I mean, not even remotely. Even if he's buffed up. Like, but... <laughs> um. So, the Twitter first went on a rant, and he has a comment, actually, about it. Okay. Um, it's, while it's definitely faithful to the comic books, it also sticks out like a sore thumb in the DC film universe, and the fact that it's clearly padded the bulk of the actor wearing it is giving the suit something of a comical experience, appearance. Uh, probably doesn't help that we've seen the photo set opposed to the official image, but the response, but the response has been mostly positive, and fans are excited to check out this DC Comics adaptation. I, I like him. You know, I like Zachary. I like, I like Zachary. I, I, I love I, Chuck. Was a, a love, I, I love I, I, that show. It was a great show, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat of a fan of Shazam. Shazam yeah, I, I, as a kid, we used, I watched the, the, the Shazam and Isis Hour. Yes. You know, I was more of an Isis fan, but, it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, who wasn't? Was she was kind of cute. Yeah. You know, anyway. Um, so he, um, during a recent Q and, a live Q&A on Instagram, Levi was asked why he's wearing a crap suit in the upcoming DC Comics adaptation, and he took uh, aim at negative fans bashing the the uh, costume. This is a quote, all right, and it's long, so hang in there. Why the crap suit? Wow. Okay, well, I don't think it's a crap suit. I think my suit is a fucking bomb, to be perfect honest, perfectly honest. I know that there hasn't been an official release photo yet, but there have been incredibly high-quality photos that have been released. And I think any of you people out there who are still hung up on what the suit looks like are just wanting to be angry for angry's sake. I think you're very insecure. You probably are dealing with some stuff in your own life. And you feel a little powerless. And I'm sorry that you do. (laughs) Wherever you are at and whatever you're going through, I'm sorry you're going through that. But I do think you should probably take a second to reflect on why you're as negative as you are and maybe about anything in life and then relook at the suit and go... Actually, hey, you know what? They're trying really hard to make something that's awesome and that pleases a lot of different people because Captain Marvel's been around for a really long time and he has a whole bunch of different iterations of the suits. So you can't win them all, but you can at least hope that people will give you a fair shake. If any of you out there still don't think you've been given a fair shake and you don't want to give us a fair shake, well, then sucks to your asthmar. I don't know what to tell you. I have so many questions. Well, I have I have, I have to rethink my liking of, of Zachary Levi. <laughs> Whoa! I have so many questions. He said that like live at like a, a panel or something. Yeah. Who, bitch? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's who played Flynn Rider, right? Yes. In Tangled movies. Yes. Okay. It's not the suit that people have a problem with. It's the way the suit fits him that people have a problem with. Did you ever see Master of Disguise? Yeah. Okay. You know that in that one part where he like looks like a he's in like a turtle thing, yeah. and he goes turtle turtle, and he can like move yeah. his shell. That's what it looks like he can do with his shoulder pads. <laughs> See, I wasn't gonna try to go there with Zachary, 
And then he gave that big old fluffed up answer of not wanting to say, I'm sorry, the suit looks like shit on me and gave that big old fluffed up. I'm going to turn it around on you and say like, you're insecure. Like stop bullying me. Why, 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 why? When all he really had to do was be like, listen, we're going to put the padding underneath there and it's not going to look like you stick your whole fucking fist underneath my shoulder blade. That's all he had to say. That's it. That nobody's like the color shit. Like nobody's saying that the suit looks bad. They're saying it looks bad on you. <laughs> that's not the same. Zachary. Ed? <laughs> Where do I begin? Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I see his point. I really do. And I just think that he shouldn't have said it. First off, that's that's just my take on it. Because I, I, I think that is just too uh, smug of an answer to give something like that. It's just like, you go, well, you know what? You have to see the full, you know, thing. Don't Don't judge it based on some low res pictures right. that you know that we that was leaked on the internet like, right don't don't blame that that's something you you he could have done he could have took the high road on on, on that you but know, oh, it's whatever right. it is for that the thing that i always think is is that i don't think i am probably get a lot of shit on this but i don't care i don't think exactly levi was the right choice to play really i billy batten was more of a, <laughs> an obvious choice because he's a scrawny guy like I, you know, maybe it was. I know he has to be a little kid, like an almost like a ten year old okay. or twelve year old kid. All right, all right. But I like, like you need more like a Jason Momoa or a, 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 a what? No, 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 guys, uh, uh, or a, a Chris Helmsworth, you know, or even uh, uh, you know, a Captain America. Uh, um, what am I? Chris Evans. Chris Evans. You know, body type of ca- of actor to to play Shazam because. You, you're not going to have like the plastic Batman 1989, <laughs> right? Right. You know, right. Uh, Mr. Dump, Mom. Dump. You know, <laughs> you don't want to have that. So you, you know, it's just like you want to have a natural, strong body, like uh, you know, Superman's. Uh, um... Oh shit! Whatever. What the fuck is that? Henry Cavill. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm. You're all hot and yeah, flustered yeah, over like, really, Shazam. Shazam. I mean, this dude. This is the same dude that's supposed to go toe to toe with the Rock, right? Yes, because that rock says he black Adam. And that, I don't know nothing about Shazam. Right, okay? right. So, like, I don't even really care about all this. I have no idea if Zachary Levi was the right casting for him or anything like that. I mean, he is super scrawny. I agree with that. But black Adam is his bad guy, right? Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Zachary Levi in the turtle turtle suit, because that's what I'm going to call <laughs> it from here on out, is supposed to go toe-to-toe with big old... Yeah, they're not. They're not padding rocks. So no, they're not. But there's no padding. No, they're gonna like dip required. him in latex. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Yeah. They're just gonna. They're just gonna paint. Body his, paint him. Yeah. Yeah. Body paint his uh, suit on. And I just, I just feel like I'm. Not, don't get me wrong. I, I like Zachary Levi as an actor. I've, I've seen him. He was actually in another Marvel movie. He was. He, he was. He was uh, in Thor. Yes. He was the guy with the the sword. Yeah. Yes. So I mean I I like and you know he's he's a great actor but I don't think to play a strong super somebody goes Shazam from like a twelve year old boy to this Adonis of a man <laughs> Zachary Levi is not my first thought <laughs> nor my second nor my twentieth okay I am actually going to play devil's advocate of course here. you are no no I actually like Zevi uh, Z- <laughs> go ahead and call him that. Z- <laughs> Here's why. Okay. Because even though he is Shazam, big hulking, he is still at heart a 12-year-old boy. Okay? Okay. So you need a character. If if Chris Pratt wasn't Star-Lord, I think Chris Pratt would have been a good Shazam. 
because he has the young of heart and kind of wide-eyed, like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And so you kind of have to figure now, Black Adam is an, uh, an adult, uh-huh. and you have Billy Batson as it's kind of like a, a superhero big, if so to speak. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Okay, mm-hmm. so I think that while Zachary Le- Levi may not have the build of, of a Shazam, I think he has the heart of Shazam. And I think, I hope that when it does hit the theaters, that that heart of Shazam, that that bright-eyed kid in an adult body being a superhero, being like, oh, my God, holy shit, I can fly. Oh, my God, this is awesome, kind of dulls down. Like, I think he'll win you. I'm hoping he wins you over in the performance of Shazam, not because we were so used to the Henry Cavills and the... You know the Chris Helmsworth, Chris Helmsworth, and these big guys who aren't really known for maybe kind of except for Chris Hemsworth showed that he's got comedy chops in Thor. That took him three movies to do that in. It took him a shitty Ghostbusters movie for something to go. Hey, that guy's kind of funny. Let's use it in Thor. You know, so I think you guy have a guy who's going to be naturally funny and be kind of like, oh my god, look at me! I got like mocking his own muscles and his own physique. While being in like the heart of a child, yeah, I I I disagree with you. I, on this. I, I knew you were, but I mean, it's because like... we just saw Welcome to the Jungle, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, where The Rock plays basically a, a, a uh, right, okay, sixteen year old nerd kid, that, okay. you know, like type of thing, and now he's just like super. So you could do that if you had the right actor, muscular actor, to play that part. I, okay, all right, all and right. It's just it's just that one of those type of things that this alter ego is not the twelve year old kid. Okay, you know, it's it's not it's not. I don't, I don't know if it's twelve or not. I. I I fucked up probably in the age. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's still he's he's a kid. He's a young kid. He's a child who gets the uh, gets the ability to turn into Shazam. Right. You know. So so I go ahead. No, no. I'm like I I am kind of pro Zach in 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 the the Shazam kind of (laughs) what I need to take some pros. (laughs) (laughs) You know who they should have got? He really does look like Gaston. Yes, like that's real, what that Dave Sipon said that. And it's when I seen Dave comment on that, the <clears> more <throat> I see these pictures of Zachary Levi, I mean, his hair slicked and everything. I'm right. like, oh, one works like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no Zachary, just one lives like Shazam. No one flies <laughs> I mean, like, like Shazam. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> so then I was thinking, like, the dude that played Gaston in the live action. Yes. I, see, I had to do a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, you had to do a lot of, you were doing all that Googling. You could just. So much it. Googling. <laughs> I was talking, so I was like, fine, I'll get to it on my own. He, he'd have been a better choice than Zach. Babe, he, Zachary Levi's small. And I even like Googled a bunch of images of, of what Shazam is supposed to look like, like comic book images. Yes. And video games. I, he's huge. Yeah, I he's, mean, this is a he's big, a hulking man. He's I, a, a very big guy. I, I'm not denying any of that, and I'm like I said, if Shazam hadn't have a shirt on, Stacey be going. Mm. No, see, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know because he just doesn't do it for me. Not quite, but he is a huge dude. Like I mean, he regardless of what his mental state is, is irrelevant to what his body turns into. Apparently, when he goes Shazam, right? Right. That's irrelevant. Zachary Levi on his he could have worked for an entire year and not bulked up that big. Like I, you can't change your muscle. I mean, your bone structure. I, 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 I <laughs> said I, I agree. I think that was a bad casting choice. I, I, I mean, this is legitimately one of those moments where we'll all have to agree to disagree, and we'll go see the movie. And John, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yes, I am not a big fan of the look. Of, is there a moment where Shazam like takes? He fly right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He can where fly. he like takes he off is like basically this. Basically, Superman. <laughs> 
I'm, ass- I'm assuming he's going to do like the whole superhero takeoff thing, right? Sure. Yeah. When Zachary Levi does that in that suit, you're going to see the shoulder pads lift. Because it doesn't fit him. I, look, I, 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 I am, again. His thighs are really like the size of my pinky. And in the suit, his thighs are the size of my thighs. Okay. And that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I think it's what. You know what? I, that's a wait and see. It really it, is. I, I'm, and and, I, and I'm, I can't be like, I, I, I told you when I saw it. <laughs> I, I was right. Because the, the thing is, is that I hope that's like a red screen. Like, I hope that that's going to, like, I, I, I want to, like, now, like, a Green Lantern animated kind of thing going on <laughs> with Shazam. Maybe it's a red screen. Well, apparently green. there's stuff on his arms that, you know, it looks like they are going to animate lightning bolts and stuff course, like that, yeah. you know? But I mean, like, do something with the muscles, because like, like it's it's fake. <laughs> it's like something I'd buy at at, at Party City yes. for a Halloween yes. party. Yes, I, yes. The Dolce Shazam costume. I, 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 <laughs> look, I am not disagreeing that this that the what do you call it? The man doesn't fit inside the suit. All right. Yes. I I completely agree with you a hundred percent. Look up what the Shazam costumes at Party City look like. Because <laughs> that's genius. Because they probably bought it at Party City. <laughs> I, they said, fuck, those things cost us too much money. I got, we got we to gotta cut I, corners. I, I, and they go, we went to Party City. Here you go. <laughs> like the boots. You know, the Halloween costume boots are really just like these things that you put over your regular shoes. Now, have, have, have <laughs> we, has there any official images of Shazam come out yet? Have we seen any no. of Let's get those out there. Come on, Warner Brothers. Let's do this. I, you're right. You, why not? You're absolutely right. If, if this is the kind of image that's being seen through the prism of uh, of another eye, like of, of Joe Average, Warner Brothers should kind of try to quell this and go, Yeah, it's like, this is here's what it's going to look like on screen. Like, here's what he's going to look like on screen because here's some test footage. Here's, here's a clip from the movie of Shazam coming out whenever the fuck we feel like it. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm like, but I do agree that when The Rock steps into screen next to him, it's going <laughs> to look ridiculous. I am not, I am not disagreeing. Like he's standing next to Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Zoology, bitch! Uh, all right, well, uh, I say we uh, call it a night. That sounds like a good idea. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can listen to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. But, of course, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Also, if you want to catch the rebroadcast of the show, you since you're already on our Facebook page, go to the About section, and you can find out where to download it places like itunes any um google play music there you go and if you go to the like said you like you said the bout section either on our website or facebook like i think you said then you can find it all the other places that you can download as well sure and of course um if you have something to say about the zach zachary levi shazam moments or viewpoint uh you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye! Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> All right, so uh, there you have it, folks. But before we go, um, for those of the faithful listeners, know that um, every once in a while, a natural phenomenon happens, occurs with at least me. I think it happens to everybody, but I'm the only one that's very vocal about it. Okay. I fart. 
Okay. I think everyone's farted. I was guarantee you right now, the moment I said fart, somebody in a car somewhere just farted. Yeah. Like twice. I have a, I had a friend who could fart a command. Wow, really? Yes. Oh, was he very religious? Because that sounds like a gift from God. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't very religious. <laughs> <clears throat> the reason why I'm bringing it up, Ed, is because finally there's a book about which animals fart. Oh, really? Yes, it's there about is. Time. I, I know. Uh, apparently, grizzly bears, dogs, and even cockroaches fart. Do sea anemones? Nope. As for spiders, no one knows. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Apparently, Daniela Rabatati and Nick Caruso's new book "Does It Fart?" <laughs> is in is illustrated by Ethan Kokak. Um, and debuts um, tomorrow, which would have been uh, f- the f- April 3rd. Okay. All right. Uh, here in the States, the book lists a number of animals that answers the titular question and offers some insights into animal digestion. Like many silly ideas, it started with a tweet, but it's all real science, I promise. <laughs> all right. How do you ask that question? <laughs> like, well, here here's the tweet that started it all. A family member asked me if other day and the other day if snakes fart, and I did not know the answer to the question. So do they? Well, Rabatoli, who's a who's got a, who's got a PhD at uh, um, he's a PhD student at a university college in London and a zoolog- zoological society of London, told Gizmo, <laughs> zoology bitch. <laughs> There's a lot we don't know about the animal farts, and it means a lot we don't know about animal digestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hopefully is, it's hopefully a lighthearted way to learn a lot of cool stuff you might not have known about animals. Okay, the book started with uh, Rabatoli's Rabatati's tweet, which soon became, became an editable uh, spreadsheet with the help of Caruso. A hashtag, hashtag does it fart, <laughs> and even a Gizmodo story. This is where these articles come from, by the way. Okay. Of course, they'd pat themselves on the back. Yes. But this is a book, which means it's more than a tweet. For example, Ed, did you know that blue whales have very large farts, very likely the largest in volume of any species? But these explosions can only be caught on ca- have only been caught on camera a few times. <laughs> now I can't want to see a, a whale fart. <laughs> <laughs> I would be YouTubing that later. <laughs> okay. Um, millipedes release much tinier toots. Okay. Their simple digestive tract contains uh, methane producing bacteria to aid in the pro- uh, processing food. Tropical millipede species produce more gas than non tropical species since they're bigger. All right. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, sea cucumbers don't fart. But there are species of pearl fish that live and feed on their genitalia. Wait, what? <laughs> Repeat that again? <laughs> okay, because that's very important. I think you might need, in case you're ever on Jeopardy. Yes. The sea cucumbers don't fart. Right, I got that one, yes. But there is, there's a species of pearl fish that live and feed on their genitalia. Now... <laughs> I don't know if that means that the pearl fish live and feed on the sea cucumbers genitalia or their own, because it's kind of broad. Yes. I, I, I would hashtag which genitalia. 
Uh, Rabiati, I'm going to keep pronouncing it as many different ways as possible. One of them will be right. <laughs> um, isn't worried about what a fart book might do to her professional career. In fact, it, she's not worried. She's not worried. It won't put in a shitter. In, in, in fact, Ed, she's actually writing another book soon. She told Gizmodo it might be loosely poop-themed. So you're... <laughs> I find it kind of funny. It's loosely pooped. <laughs> Hey, you go. That was my uh, that was my bonus article. Um, or would you say no? We 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 chuckle here, but here's yeah. a serious one. Since we talked DC, yeah. here's a Marvel one. Ready? Okay. Zoe Saldana calls out elitists who say MCU actors are selling out. Really? Yep. Basically, um, where was she at? Um, she's obviously Zoe Saldana for those of you who don't recognize the name she has been in Avatar uh -huh. she's been in Star Trek she's a horror yeah. she's what she's so, a horror yeah. <laughs> she's a horror <laughs> you say it too fast sometimes it doesn't sound right <laughs> she's a horror <sighs> she's also Gamora in Guardians it's of the Galaxy, Galaxy yes alright well um, quite frankly she's tired of hearing from Hollywood elitists that Marvel actors have sold out um, she responded to what she described as it, as industry elitist in an interview with Net A. Porter's digital magazine. As uh, a quote, I've been in rooms with people in this industry who are great at what they do. They're absolutely elitist, and they look down at movies like the Marvel films or actors like myself, she said. They think we're selling out in some way. Every time they speak, I feel so disappointed in them because whenever you see pictures of people in this industry who donate their time to children in need... It's these actors that live in the world that you feel is selling out. Uh, it's these actors that understand the role that they play inspires a five-year-old who has one dying wish to meet a superhero, she continued. That actor takes time out of their life and sits down with that five-year-old and says, I see you, I hear you, and you matter. Those elitists should be a little more cognizant I can never really pronounce that. I can read it right, but never say it. <laughs> um, they should be a little bit more knowledgeable about what playing a superhero means to a young child. Mm -hmm. Because you're not just dissing me. You're dissing what that child considers important in their world. I feel so proud to be living in space, to be playing aliens, to inspire primarily the younger generations. I remember what it was like to be young and to feel completely excluded out of the mainstream conversations of life because I was just little and unimportant and other. I work with filmmakers who gravitated to this genre because while they were exiles in their own right, excluded from a mainstream conversation, they found their world and they were able to imagine the unimaginable. Everything about how they create and how they invite characters to join them is absolutely inclusive. She goes on to explain that it was the women who starred in action and science fiction movies when she was young who inspired her to become an actor but it wasn't until she started her career in the film industry that she received received a reminder that she was considered different. When she was a child, she saw Sigourney... Well, she's like, in a quote, as a child, when I saw Sigourney Weaver play Ellen Ripley or Linda Hamilton play Sarah Connor, they were my true north because I loved action. I loved science fiction, and I loved the roles they played. They were inspiring to me. I wanted that. It wasn't until I started my own career that I was reminded that I wasn't like them. Um... She obviously went go on. She'll reprise her role in Disney, you know, Avengers Infinity War, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. So um, that's kind of been a thing, though. Like, I remember in my childhood, mm. you know, 
We're talking when there's only like four channels on television. <laughs> yes. You, you can, as an actor, you were either a television actor or a movie, movie star. star. Right. You never could, if a movie star was going on to a television show, it was like, oh, that person's career is over. Mm-hmm. Or if they were a television star going into movies, it was, oh my God, they're going to be huge. Yeah. Case in point, Tom Hanks. Right. You know, um, or Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, George Clooney. You know, yes. he was, you know, yeah. um, Denzel Washington. Yeah. There's a list. There's, there's a, a list. long list. list but, right. then, but now there's movie star. Like now I think because of, of cable television, Netflix, HBO, I think that the that the lines have blurred a lot more. Well, I, I, production values on, on a lot of stations, especially like ABC, CBS, and so on, and even cable stations as well, the production value has gone up to almost like movie quality. Yeah, um, I saw an article and I brought to I, I brought to the show, but it it actually fits in with this conversation since you're talking about budgets and stuff. Mm-hmm. I brought the Lord of the Lords of the. They're making a Lords of the Ring, Lord of the Rings TV show. Okay, okay? it's five seasons confirmed, and, poss- and a possible release date, and a one billion dollar budget. <laughs> who's uh, who's uh, flipping the bill for this? Oh, one? and don't forget, and seven potential po- plots for the for the Amazon spinoff series. It's Amazon. Amazon. Okay, billion um, dollars. Yeah, it's um, a growing platform on the Amazon Prime, and a confirmed five seasons to. And there's a possible release date, too. Uh, it was confirmed by The Hollywood Reporter. Amazon paid a whopping $250 million for the rights to the Lord of the Rings TV show, as well as potentially setting aside an eye-watering $1 billion for productions. On top of the two, two on how, on, on $250. Tab, on, so, yeah. So, one point. $1.250, yeah. Billion. Yeah. Uh, uh, still, there's no clue what it's going to be about. Here's what they we know so far. Amazon has start Amazon has start production by 2020, or their deal is rendered null and void. Could you imagine spending 250 million dollars and losing it all? And losing it all by 2020. Um, reading between the legal lines, expect to see a Lord of the Rings TV show by our screens by 2021. There's potential uh, potentially scope for crossover with movies too, as Warner Brothers executives were brought in to fa- uh, finalize the deals thanks to that very possibility. Um, so, like, as you said, you know, that's... With yeah, production I mean, values of television shows... Go way up, and, you know, and then they're, like, saying... And now you said, like, with Amazon, I mean, you have more outlets to do stuff where they don't really consider a TV. I mean, like, Amazon and, and Netflix and Hulu, are, you know, not really consider, like, traditional cable right. or, 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 like, stations or... or uh, uh, you know, like the big networks uh, type of thing. So it can draw in uh, big actors to play roles sure. in, in parts. Uh, on Netflix alone, I've seen uh, there's Brad Pitt's gone there. Will Smith has gone there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's willingly, but I think when you're looking for distribution. <laughs> no, I mean, what I mean is when you're looking for <laughs> no, distribution. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to Netflix. <laughs> you're going to Netflix. You're going to do a movie. Enjoy it. Um, I think that, you know, when you're looking for ways to kind of create stuff I think Netflix is a little bit more looser mm-hmm. like or um, what was it this weekend Al Pacino played Joe Paterno in the um, was it Penn State yes you know it, it was just this past weekend he played him really yeah wow it was you know and apparently he did a phenomenal job and looked like him and 
It was real creepy. I'm like, wow, that's weird. Al Pacino's a creepy guy anyway. Yeah, I was, mean, I think, didn't he play the suicide doctor? Uh, yeah, J- uh, Jake uh, Kevorkian. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Kevorkian, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, now he's going to play uh, Joe Pat or whatever his name is. Hey, Joe Pa. Joe Pa. Um, yeah, so I'm like, so I mean, I think that it's weird that there's still people out there who think that, like, well, didn't, didn't Spielberg once say too that you know he was getting tired of, like sooner or later? Um, Superman, Superman's okay. movies are a fad; they'll fade out. Yeah, they'll, they'll go away. Away the way of the western. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know if I necessarily agree with him. I mean, it's Spielberg, and I, 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 I don't like when he commented on it, but I don't disagree with him. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with him either, but I don't like the fact that he felt the need to say that. Right. I guess it kind of like this is a guy who pretty much based his career on action movies. Yeah, and all superhero movies are just action films with guys in tights. Well, I mean his his are more like those fantastical, like kind of like out there kind of but movies. We talked about Ready Player One right. in the show, and you know, I mean, it's based off of superhero video games, based off of some some kind of you know way, and then that they were inspired by what like look, looking at superhero comic books or movies or television. Right. And these guys made these games that these characters are loosely kind of based off. Of, yeah. You know, and so you you go well, you're using them now in this movie that you're creating just to show that you can still do right great see, movies. Um, and that's why I think in the movie itself there's a twist. Spoiler. In the in the movie, our hero Wade gets kind of pulled into this quote unquote revolution as far as us versus them. Mm. Like the haves versus the have nots. And mm. that the haves are keeping the oasis running. They want the oasis so they can keep the people down. Yeah. Where these other people believe that the oasis should be, you know, like uh for everybody kind of thing. Mm. In the book it's not that black and white. Everyone's kind of out for their own. Mm. And I think that's the reason why I like the book. People like the book more than the movie. I think that Spielberg needed, in order to do the movie, I think he needed that. Well, it has to mean more than, something, more than just fandom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I really... I mean, the movie was good and the book was good, but I, I don't really feel like he's got really... Like, this is a guy who's created close guys of their kind. E.T., Jaws, and helped with Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, I feel like... Well, the the, the thing with like him... He created the pop culture that everyone now is loving. Right, and, and, and designing around, basically. Right. He's yeah. he's like one of the, the foundations of it. That, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, like all the people now, all the film producers and directors and creators that are creating movies now were kids watching his movies. He helped inspired this generation of, of filmmakers mm. and, and actors. So why wouldn't they want to be able to play? Because wasn't that the, you know, isn't that the job? To pretend you're not who you really are in real life? Like, you know, as much as The Post, I heard, was a great movie. It's based on real facts. I'm sure it was a compelling story, and I would love to see that movie. But if I have to go up against a real-life situation versus a guy in tights punching another guy in tights... I'm going to lean towards the comic book movie because it takes me away from the real world. Right. Which is something that he created. Right. You know, it's weird. I just, I'm like, so I think that, I don't know if she was directly kind of going, I'm looking at you, Spielberg. You know, (laughs) I I think that there's other people out there who go, oh, you'll never see me in a Marvel movie. 
for well, a DC there's, movie. There's some, there's some people who have said that. You know, they've, they've gone on interviews and they've asked, people asking, would you like to be in a Marvel movie? And some people have said no. Like, I wouldn't. Uh, I think Leonardo DiCaprio was kind of one of them. He was, he was like, well, if the right movie came along, but he, he's like, I don't feel that that's going to have her happen. And, and also uh, Matt Damon, I think, was also one of the ones that also came out. Which is weird because he's in Thor Ragnarok. Um, yeah, he's the actor who plays Loki in the play. Oh, right, 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 right. So it's like, yes, (laughs) that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. But I mean, I, I I mean, I know it was a while ago, but I mean, like, yeah, a lot of them kind of like are, are like, they're not mean about it, but they just go, right. They're just like, look, if something comes along, maybe sure. But right now I can't say it. Yeah. You know, but there are some people who like will willingly go. No, you'll never catch me in a Marvel movie. Like I can't see Al Pacino in a Marvel movie. Well, I should remember how shocked we were that Robert Redford was going to be in Captain America. Yeah, I mean, you know, even or even uh, um, <laughs> I put it again. David, <laughs> he played the general in the first Avenger. Uh, uh, William Hurt. No, no, no. Uh, in the first, uh, um, the, the Captain America first Avenger. Oh, was, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Like to me, he was like one of those credible actors. You go, they got Tommy Lee Jones to be in, in Captain America, you know? And then yeah, he, but Tommy Lee Jones goes, no, I'm not in Captain America. I'm in a war movie. I'm a, I'm only in it for like ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that like 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 Robert Redford and Glenn Close. It's like they've had great careers. Yeah, and and, and they could still have great careers. I'm not Michael saying, Douglas, but great. But I mean, like they haven't been in anything relevant in a long time. Oh. I mean, you, you, right? you know, I don't want to say that, but I mean, it's true. It, hurts, it, you know, right. it does because it's like I love Robert Redford. Yeah. I, I think Robert, I, I, you can name him Redford. I probably seen it or you know, or Butch and Sundance, great movie, great movie. Yeah, yeah. Sneakers, sneakers. Uh, Sting. Yeah. The Natural. Yeah. Uh, Jeremiah Jones. But how old are those movies? I say they're sixties, seventies, eighties, up to nineties. Right. You know, um, but that's the thing. Like, like. You know, Glenn Close. I mean, she's still doing some movies, and it's but it's just few and far between. It's it's getting less and less. Uh, you know, Tommy Lee Jones is kind of I think semi-retired because I don't think he does as many as he no, used to. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. They they hit a point where they go, I'm I'm kind of done. Of course, Tommy Lee Jones really can't put him in running anyway because I just realized that he was two faced in the <laughs> in the bat in the. Well, that's <laughs> true. But, he, but yeah, but he also just didn't want to be in part of that. It wasn't until it was his son. Who thought it would be cool for him to play Two Face? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, I'll take the gig." So he kind of, he kind of looked at it as a, a paycheck. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like, "Oh, well, I know this character and I, I love this character and I, I'll read this character." It was like, it was a paying job. Give me like Harrison Ford feels about Han Solo. It was a paying gig, right? You know, like it's my and job. That, and that's that's like they always have to kind of look for those some of these stars, but they they did it. I mean, they 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 they. they could have said no completely You're flat right. out like Robert Redford said you know what I'm too good of an actor to be I'm Robert Redford <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing like he you you go you know you get to a point where you go these legitimate stars that were huge at one point are coming back and trying to make a resurgence in their careers yeah. and they're using it they're using Marvel to do that or they're using maybe DC to do that and you go you know at least they're they're trying you know like kind of thing and it, it makes me feel good that you see an actor like that who's done Oscar winning performances or nominated winning you know Oscar well, performances and they're like you go well they're in the, this movie well it's like Kevin Costner when Kevin Costner showed up as Pa Kent in Man of Steel I was like 
oh, all right, you know, that works. He can play the wholesome kind of guy. I haven't seen him in a while, you know, like before up until that part. And then right after Man of Steel, it was like, hey, Kevin Costner is in this movie and he's in that movie. It was like, oh, you got, yeah. a, little, you got a little bump up there. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like and that's Robert what... Redford, right after he um, did um, Captain America, he had that one where he was on a on a, a, a sailboat lost at sea. Mm-hmm. You know, so like he had like a nice little bump too. Right. You know? It's like, remember me. And yeah. then, you know, they go, okay, let's, we got a movie for you. Here you go. Yeah. You know, and then they... And he's also a great director too. So Robert Redford, yeah. And it's like, all right, maybe he gets, you know, have him direct one. You know, maybe maybe that's what he was working up to. Maybe he was like trying to circle the, like I don't think you'll see Clint Eastwood. You know, Marvel movie directed by Clint Eastwood. <laughs> you know, <laughs> God, Spider Man just kind of on a tear. Go ahead, make right. my web. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> though I think Clint Eastwood probably make a good if I had to get. He would make a good. Uh... He'd be the perfect director for the Joker movie. You think? Oh, he's batshit nuts. <laughs> he is. He's too busy making stories about real people and real things now because he did that four ten to Yuma. No, the the, the four ten to Paris or it, the movie that was about the terrorist attack on the train portrayed by the people who actually lived that yeah. moment. I'd be real weird as a person to be like, "Hey, Sean," it'd be like Ed. Remember that time? You were on a train and you saved a bunch of real life people. Well, now I want you to pretend to do that again mm-hmm. for a movie. Yeah. We're going to make you a huge star. <laughs> well, that's what Zoe does anymore. I mean, he like letters yeah. to Iwo Jima. And the, there was another war movie after that or He did that. American Sniper. American Sniper was another movie. So he does like a lot of real feel good kind of USA yeah. Yeah. and American or good feel stories anyway like I think he just gets too touchy feeling now it's like I'm done with Dirty Harry and the man with no name you know I'm, I'm, I'm done with those tough you know I'm not tough and I'm, a, I'm really a sensitive man I'm really a pussy yeah I'll right I turn Clyde <laughs> but I got this 45 that'll blow your head off you say anything else <laughs> yeah. see, otherwise. I don't know if they fire four shots or six I don't know I'm, I'm old so I'm senile and <laughs> I'll just keep pulling the trigger until it goes bang <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, like, there's, there's, I mean, yeah, elitists are, you just go, you know what, that's fine. I mean, we don't need you. Right. We really don't. I mean, there's, there's so many actors out there that you could get up and comers, no, nobody's yeah. really that to, to play some of these roles. Oh, look at Tom Holland. Yeah. You know, here's a kid who did a somersault for an audition and really loved the character and he gets a job. Where there's somebody out there who could be like, I'm not going to. Peter Parker, Pfft. you know, he's watching. I think, like, think before he was even famous, he yeah. was watching Avengers in the theater one day, and he's yeah. like, "I'm going to be in, in the movie. I'm going to be Spider Man." Yeah, and they're like, "Sure, kid." And next thing you know, bam, there he is. You yeah. know, there he is, going to be up on the big screen again, along the sides of Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Pratt and Chris Evans and Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, like that's that to me. That was the big, the huge. Better than a combat match coming in. I mean, he because he was that guy that's like that up and comer that just you you know he's going to be a huge star yeah. no matter what he does. Like he's just going to have that ability to really draw that in. Sherlock show. Every time the moment I saw that Sherlock show, I was like, oh, he's he's going to be huge. Like and he, he is. He just when he signed up for Doctor Strange, I was like, perfect. perfect. Yeah, you know, and he just adds a certain level of 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 ability because I mean, the Imitation Game is. Amazing movie makes me cry every time, man. You know, and the scene is Doctor Strange, and I'm like, oh, 
that is so perfect. And to see him and my favorite superhero, Spider-Man, with the character with Doctor Strange going, when Doctor Strange is around, shit pops off, but at least Spider-Man's there, so at least some jokes involved, you know? <laughs> I'm, like, really excited to see them all on the big screen. Yeah. You know? And I hope that, you know, I hope the... Uh, what I see is the elitists will start knocking sooner or later when their well starts drying up. No, I don't. I don't think so. You I think, I, 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 think no, they're going to go cricket screaming. Yeah, they'll 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 go down. You know, swinging their end their careers before they'll go into a Marvel movie. I'm an actor, just, not a movie star. Right, and then it's like bullshit. You're just you know. Yep. Because they all make money. Right. It's, not, it's not like oh, I, I do these roles and it's because you're the arch, and I'm like bullshit just because you have a paycheck and you get yeah. a couple million dollars or whatever. Yeah, that's what you're really after. All right, well, folks, uh, there you have it. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you've been listening to Geeksters. Um, by now you know that because you've downloaded the podcast. <laughs> um, but if you haven't already, please go to our Facebook page and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And, of course, if you do want to catch our show live, we do it on Sunday nights around 7.30 um, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, that's p.m., by the way. On AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, or TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. And of course, if you'd like to talk to Ed about anything, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S-H-A-W-S. See you later, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.